Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. I would love for you all to hide on. I would love for you all to um, come prepared uh, maybe next week to uh, in, within the next two weeks, let's say, to uh, give a love offering to the flood victims and in Texas, in Houston. Uh, I wanted to wait until we got more money, but uh, when people need help, they need help, don't they? And we are very fortunate that um, Linda, we were praying for her brothers, two brothers, I think, and their families there in Houston, uh, but no water got in their house. I think water came about six feet of the garage of one of their houses, but it didn't, it didn't touch their house, so uh, we're grateful for that. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people lost their homes, lost everything, everything. They don't have clothes, they don't have water, they don't have anything. And so a uh, man of church, uh, the, who Michael Fletcher is the lead, uh, apostolic leader of, of the Impact Churches, uh, his church is about 6,000 people. They are going down to help other churches to be able to set up uh, places that people can come and receive things because they have a lot of experience in that. They have a lot of people to help out also. Uh, but he said that uh, if, if any of the impact churches had any money they want to give towards that, then they would make sure it got into the right place. Uh, every dime, every penny will go, go to that because uh, that's what uh, we do. And later on, we, uh, they're going to send teams down there to help do things, and, and you might want to do that too. Uh, Randy Thornton said that any time uh, his church go on a mission trip, then it's like we can join in with them because they do all the legwork, and then we can join in with them going on a mission trip. So uh, we work together as impact churches, but it's a time of need, and you say, well, we have needs. Uh, yes, we do have our needs, but uh, God says it's better to give than receive. That's what he says. And if we were flooded out and didn't have anything, we would surely want people to help us. Uh, so uh, if you would try to do what you can uh, to come uh, next week or week after next, uh, uh, let's come prepared to, to give something, whatever. It doesn't matter what you give. Uh, every bit helps. Every bit helps, okay? Now, today's message is part three of what we've uh, been teaching on, which we're teaching through the book of uh, or the epistle, the letter of Paul to the uh, church at Ephesus. And we are doing that, and we said we're going to divide up into uh, three parts. We might have to do more parts than that, but uh, the first part we're doing is the position of the believer. The position of the believer. And today's message is entitled, Be Encouraged. Be Encouraged. There's a lot of people not encouraged, you know. Be encouraged because you are loved. You are valued. You are free. And you are destined for greatness. Now, a lot of people like to hear, well, I'm loved, I know I'm free, uh, 
But I don't know whether I'm destined for greatness or not. Well, after the day, you'll know you're destined for greatness. Uh, but you're also love. You're also value. You, you are. You really are. And you're also free. Now, I want to read you, I want to read you something. It's, 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 a, it's the lyrics of a song. And it says, the song is titled, His Eye is on the Sparrow. I don't know whether you've heard the song or not. I, I had never heard it before. <laughs> you know, by, by Lauren here, they said, where you been? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just never heard it before, you know. Uh, but I thought it was appropriate uh, because I try to find things that might fit in with the, with the message. It says, why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. Uh, is that there are a lot of people who, in other words, uh, who are discouraged. A lot of people who, are, who have become, I guess, callous about the things in life. They have become apathetic about a lot of things, whether it be, you know, their job, whether it be uh, their families, whether it be uh, anything. And so a lot of times people look to drugs and, and uh, just to, to flake out, you know. A lot of people, uh, you'd be surprised at the uh, people who try to commit suicide, uh, all ages, because they don't feel like they are worth anything or they feel like, there's nothing here for them. And as a Christian, we are the light. We are the light of the world. And so we're supposed to be able to shine and others are supposed to come to that light because it's a dark world. And we're supposed to not be discouraged. We're supposed to not be apathetic about the things of God, about the things of our job, about anything uh, because that's what that, that, that's how people are, and it's hard to get people that are passionate about things, and they wake up in the morning, woo, praise God, it's another day, rather than oh man, another day, another dollar, <laughs> you know, because that's what the, have y'all ever heard that say, saying before? Another day, another dollar, yeah. Yeah, and it is, it's, uh, now you know it had to be a long time ago that saying started because a dollar is not much for a day, you know. But, uh, uh, but that, that, that's a, that's a kind of apathetic view of life. I don't want to wake up, oh man, you know, another day. I don't want to be that way. I want to wake up excited. I want to wake up and, 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 uh, I, I I would say jump out of bed, but uh, I'm not as young as I used to be to jump out of bed. Uh, but uh, I want to get out of bed and be excited. Like the first thing I told my wife this morning, I said, be encouraged. She said, well, I am encouraged. I said, I said why are you encouraged? 
You know? <laughs> and she told me why she was encouraged, you know, because of the word of God, because of Jesus Christ, her Lord, because she, man, she, okay, that's all right. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. You know, the message is, I was, I was, just, I was just trying to test the message out on you, you know. <laughs> but you know people that are like that. You know people that, 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 that's on jobs. You know, many of you have, have jobs. Um, it, you know there are people who just come to work and they put in their time. That's all they do, put in their time. They do as little as necessary to get by. And that's not the way Jesus is. He's not like that. He's to do your work as unto the Lord. Now with our service as men pleasers. Because we're trying to please our Lord. So let's start with the first part. Why would you be encouraged? Why should you be encouraged every morning? Why should you be encouraged in your marriage? Regardless of how your marriage is. Why should you be encouraged no matter how your children are or not? Why should you be encouraged uh, with, with anything even though... Things are bad. You know, can can this message be taken to a third world third world country? Can this message be taken to Houston? Because they're going through horrendous situation, right? Can we take this message and we're talking to a family and say, "You need to be encouraged. You need to be encouraged." Now. What would they have to be encouraged about? They would say, what if I had to be, I lost everything. Well, you didn't lose your life. Be encouraged. You could have lost your life. There's always something to be encouraged about. God doesn't have the, his, his message in the scripture is hope. It's not despair. He wants us to be encouraged, not discouraged. So the first thing, how can I be encouraged all the time, regardless of the situation, regardless of on whether it rains on me or whether it doesn't rain on me, whether it's like I, I um, left here, I guess it was Friday. Yep, it was Friday. I left here Friday, and kind of drizzling rain and stuff like that. Left here. I went to pick up something, and then I, I had my lights on. And I said, well, I'm going to leave my lights on. So I opened the door. I'm going to see whether they still cut off since I have an older car. And they cut off. So, okay, that's cool. Because uh, I was shining, my light was shining in the, in, in the windows of the, uh, of the place I was going. And when I came out, I said, well, I'm going I'm to try to start my car with the lights on and my air conditioner's on, everything on. And I started, I said, whoo, that's not good. That's not good. I have an elder meeting tomorrow morning, and if it sounds like that, I know it's battery. I could get home because I cut my lights off and cut everything off and cut it on, and it started. It had enough amps to start without everything on. I said, I could, I could take it home, and then I have an excuse not to go to Elder's meeting. 
<laughs> no, I, I, I actually said, look, uh, I, got to, I got to do something because I got to get to the elders meeting tomorrow morning. I cannot not get there. We only have one car. So I called Manella. Hey, Manella, can I get a battery? How much does it cost? Well, I think it's $60. I said, well, she said, okay, go, go for it. So I, I went in there and I asked them, and they said, well, it costs uh, $140-some dollars. I said, what? I said, give me one like I got in here. And so the one you have in there is a powerful battery, and that's what our most powerful battery. That's what it costs. I said, give me the next one down. They said, that's $120. Okay, give me the next one down. <laughs> they, said, they said, the next one down uh, won't fit your car. You, you know, you got a, uh, a camera at 98, and it just is only two batteries that we have that's going to fit it. I said, okay, put it in. So they put it in, and I started up, man, it's, it's cool. But I could have said, oh, man, this is crazy. When it rains, it pours. I can't believe this. We're trying to do something with our finances, and every time we try to save, here comes something wrong with something to take my money. Come on. Have y'all, have, 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 oh, are, we in the same, are we in the same place? I said, man. I said, I'm not going to tell Minerva, but, she, but she'll see her receipt. So. <laughs> so, so I called. I said, guess what? What? I said, the battery. I got the battery. Oh, good. Uh, but it costs $120 plus tax. Oh, it did. Okay. We'll make it. See, she is more, much more positive than I am. <laughs> you know, she, 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 she's like that. But okay, let's think about that. Has anything ever happened to you bad? Were you encouraged? No. You weren't encouraged. You were discouraged, right? You're discouraged. But now, from now on, when things happen like that, I want you to be encouraged. Because suppose that would have happened to me and I would have been out of town, and didn't have any money. Suppose it would have been like it was before that my car just stopped when I got on the expressway. I pulled over, and it just wouldn't go nowhere. I had a haul, and they said, it's a timing belt, you know. Which is better, a battery or a timing belt? A battery, you'd rather have a battery than, than have to get a timing belt. Because this is going to cost a lot of money for a timing belt to them take all that stuff off and put it on. Yeah, it costs a lot of money. Which would you rather have? Because I called car to my car, and and uh, car came, and my car leaks oil. So, uh, and a lot of times I don't do what I should do, is check it. And when I do check it, it's nothing registered on the dipstick. <laughs> so, so car said, "Hey, bro, you know." You don't have no oil in you might damage your engine. I said, oh, man. Now, suppose when a man called me and he said, uh, it's, your car's ready. I said, what was wrong with it? He said, it was a timing belt. I said, woo, yes, woo, yes, yes. Because I thought I might have to buy a car. Because if, if, if that engine went out, uh-uh, 
You don't put no engine in a car 283,000 miles, do you? No. Uh-uh. So I was encouraged, even though you know it costs a lot of money. The men know it costs a lot of money to put a timing belt, for them to put a timing belt on. So just think now, can you get encouraged the next time something happened to you? Suppose you get a, a bad report from the doctor. Can you be encouraged? You say, why would I be encouraged? Why would I be encouraged if, if the doctor tell me, you know, that I have some disease that they don't have a cure for and I might not live long? Can I be encouraged? Absolutely I can be encouraged. Because God in his word gives hope. I see in God's word where he healed the sick. I see where he, he, he uh, opened the eyes of the blind. I see where he raised the dead. I see where he said greater works are these than, than these that you'll do. So within this body of Christ and the body of Christ universal, I believe that we have people who have the mind of God, the will of God, I know that God still heals. I know he does. So if he does, I can have hope. My hope is not in the doctor's report. My hope is in God. Right? Yeah. And plus I can be in hope that, hey, uh, has the doctor ever been wrong before? Absolutely. They have been. I can have hope. I want you to be encouraged today. Number one, you are loved. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever believes in him, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever, you are loved. He says, for God so loved the world. So you are in the world. I'm in the world. So we are loved. We are loved. We are loved. Now, if God, Romans say in, in Proverbs chapter 6, starting in verse 31 down, going down, God says that if God gave his only son, will he not give you all things? Come on, if he gave his son for us, why wouldn't he give us all things? We are loved, are we not? We are loved. When you are loved, the person who loves you looks out for you. Is that correct? The person who loves you will do things that whatever they can do to be a blessing to you if they love you. Is that correct? Regardless of what our children are or are not, regardless of sometimes their unthankfulness or whatever, we love them. And we're going to do what's best for our children. We're going to do that. God is our creator. There is nothing that God can't do. Nothing impossible with God. So, we know that if God says, I love you, and I love you enough to, to send my only begotten son 
to die for you. I raise them up, and I'm gonna, I'm going to make him the one I'm gonna look at, and I'm gonna put you in him. So when I look at you, I see him, and you are now gonna be love, just like I love him. It says it in in John chapter 17, yeah, John 14. So we are love. We also value, don't we? You say, I don't know where I'm valued. Well, let's turn to Matthew 10. Now you say, well, 29, let's go down. Are you? Are you valued? Well, we know that a sparrow is valued. That's what I mean the song. That's what the song is in the song. Are not two sparrows sold for a cent? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. Not one. Not one. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. So do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. If God values sparrows, if he, if he knows uh, when one of them falls to the ground, if he looks out just think, in Houston, the people are, are trying to get out. And they're getting them, rescuing them, but you have animals. Right, Linda? You got animals. What about the little cats? What about the, the dogs? Do we care? Does God care about them? Sure he does. And he wants you to care about your animals too. That's in the scripture. Yeah. If God cares about a sparrow, surely he cares about us, doesn't he? We are more valuable than a sparrow. He is. We are valued. We are free. We are free. Now, you know that. It, it, the scripture says, Whom the Son set free is That's right. That's right. We are free. We are, we, in other words, uh, we do not have to be a slave to, say, to, to sin. We don't have to be a slave to sin any longer because Jesus Christ paid the price for our sin and we have been set free from the law of sin and death and we don't have to have sin as our master. We don't. So we don't have to be discouraged because we got some habit that is sinful because he set us free. So if he set us free, you don't have to be a, you don't have to uh, be a slave to this 
whatever it is that's causing you to sin. No matter what it is. You don't have to be a slave to it. Whether it's drugs, or misuse of uh, prescription drugs, or pornography, or uh, immorality. You don't have to be a slave to that because Jesus Christ has set us free. We can be encouraged. Because before we were in Christ, we were slaves to sin. We were. So, yes, we are loved. Yes, we are valued. Yes, we are free. We can be encouraged. But the most important thing I want you to know today is that you're destined for greatness. You're destined for greatness. Greatness. I'm serious. And you say, well, destined for greatness? Are you sure? And I came from the wrong side of the tracks. You're destined for greatness. Yeah. You're destined for greatness. Ephesians chapter 1. Let's pick up where we left off last week. We said, blessed be to God, in verse 3, chapter 1. We said, blessed be to God, O Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in every, with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, in Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. That's how full we got last week. Let's start this week. Well, that we would be holy and blameless before him in love. Wow. Wow. In other words, not only did he choose us, not only did he select us, because that's what choosing means, and people put the word election on it, not only did he choose us, it means the same thing, he predestined us. So he chose us, then he predestined us, but not just to be predestined us. He, he predestined us, it says in verse 5, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Christ Jesus to himself. That's important. That's important. Because choosing us doesn't mean that he rejected somebody else. It's just said what it said. He chose us. God is sovereign. He can choose who he wants to choose. But you know that even though he chose us, he says that he gave his son for the world. He says he's not willing for any to perish. He, he wants everyone to come into the knowledge of the truth and be saved. So we have a choosing, but we also have a, predest a predestination, but it's to be adopted 
as sons. I can be encouraged because God has adopted me as a son. You can be encouraged because God adopted you as a daughter or a son of his. I am encouraged because Almighty God decided that he wants to adopt me. If you are an orphan, you are excited to get out of that orphanage. Yeah. Is that right, Debbie? Not that you were orphan, but you, you know, you're, you're adopted kids. Yeah. And, and man, you can be in this the orphanage and, and somebody's, somebody's hoping that, I hope somebody won't mean. Because the older you get, the less people want to adopt you. So they say. I bet you Jonathan and David is very excited when you said, I choose them. That didn't mean that you rejected everybody else in the offering. That didn't mean that I reject you. I reject you too. You know? You're not going to be adopted from nobody. You are rejected. No. You just said, I choose this one, Jonathan. I choose you, David. And Right? Just so. They were so excited. I mean, they, they didn't even know English, did they? Not much, anyway, I guess. They didn't know any? Didn't know any. Well, they were excited. I'm excited that I was adopted. I'm excited. Are you excited? Can you be encouraged because you were adopted? See, he did this beforehand. He determined beforehand that he was going to adopt some as sons and daughters. And you are some of those. I'm some of those. So I'm saying, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I didn't know I was adopted until I gave my life to Jesus Christ. And I said, whoo, I'm adopted. Praise God. It doesn't mean that I don't have any responsibility to do anything, because I do. I had to believe. Nobody going to come to Jesus Christ unless they believe. Yeah. So I had to have faith to believe in Christ Jesus as my Lord and Savior. So we can be excited most of all because of that. Because regardless of how much I'm loved by my parents, they are not going to be with us all the time. Both my parents are deceased. At some point in time, you're going to die your first death sometime. Not soon, maybe by the time you're 200, 120 or something, you're going to die. But hopefully Jonathan and, 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 and David are going to live on, right? Who's going to look out for them? He said they won't need anybody to look out for them then. Don't you know your parents still care about you, Don? Why would, why, why would they come up here for birthdays, graduation, all this stuff if they didn't care? Yeah, they care. Right? Why ask me to 
pray and anybody else to pray for your relatives if you don't care about your loved ones. You care. But there will be a time where you can't help them. The only thing you can do is pray. Who are you praying to? God. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because he can help them when we can't. Right? That's why I'm encouraged by the last portion, not the first. Of, I know I'm valued. I know, yeah, that's fine. But if I need help and nobody can help me, but God, I need to know that God loves me. God values me. God is the one who is, has already snatched me out of Adam, the first Adam, snatched me out of the darkness, translated me into the kingdom of his dear son, and say, you are now my son, and you are a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You are heir of mine. Everything that's mine is yours. Everything that's Jesus is yours also. You're joint heirs with him. I can say I'm excited. I can say I don't care what happened to this, this battery. I don't care what happened to this time. I don't care what happened to this car. As long as I got legs, I can walk and catch the bus. I'm excited because I'm a child of God. Can't we? Yeah. That's why the song says, I sing. That's why you can sing because they're happy. I hope we are happy because that's what another word for blessed. You know, in the beatitude, blessed be the, you know, this blessed be this, blessed be this, in the beatitude. God, you, you need to be happy because, and encouraged. Don't worry about your, 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 your job situation, how your job uses you. You know, uh, don't give you a raise. Or, you know, uh, if you're sick, they say you better come to work anyway. If it snows, you say, well, I can't go to work because I don't have... I don't. I can't get to work. I can't get up that hill by my house. If you don't come to work, you are fired. Some people have to go to work. I don't care what happened. They had to get to work. And you say, boss, don't you care? He cares about his business more than he cares about you. But God cares about you. More than he cares about anything else. Because he gave his only begotten son for you. He didn't have to create human beings, did he? He didn't have to do that. And he could have said, you know what? When I'm getting ready to get, get, ready to get this flood going, Noah, that's all right. You're going to be, you're going to bite the dust just with everybody else too. Because I'm tired of all of you. He could have done that. But he always, from the foundation of the world, he had his eyes on you. I said, I can be encouraged. I can be encouraged. And, and when, I, when I read this section here, and I said, wow, God, Why? Why are you doing that? Is it because, you know, I, you know, I, I, I did pretty good in school, God. You know, I did pretty good on the athletics, God. Is that why you did it? What does he care about athletics? I mean, what does that mean? 
And he did it because of you. If you're the only person in the world, he would have done it because of you. And I know you don't believe it. You, you say, well, no, if I were the only person, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done it. Uh, it had to be some more people uh, in, in here for him to get the joy out of it. No, no, he would have gotten joy, joy just for you. Because that's how he is. He's love. Listen, why would he do it then? Maybe, maybe because you got your doctoral degree. Maybe Stella is because you lead worship. You think he does because he lead, lead worship? And you can sing? She got a good voice. I'm going to save her. What do you think? No. No. He says right here, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will. That's why he did. The kind intention of his will. I said, wow. That's pretty good, isn't it? He didn't do it because of you. He didn't do it because of me. He's not going to do it because of anybody. I don't care how good they think they are. They can be, you know, the, the, you know the, they can jump out of the gym. They can make every shot in basketball. They can, they can run every time they touch the ball. They can run a touchdown. It doesn't matter. He's only going to bring in, he says, He's going to predestinate you as adoption of sons through Jesus Christ to himself now. To himself. Because he said, I want you for myself. Isn't that, isn't that great? He wants you for himself. According to the kind intention of his will. The good pleasure, in other words. The good pleasure of his will. It's just, it's just the kind intention of his will. He just wants to do it. Not because of we're anything. He just want to do it. I said, wow. That's pretty good. Well, why do you just want to do it, God? Because we always want to question something because there's always a reason, isn't it? We think there's always a reason for something. Somebody got some, some motives. What's your motive? When we get to heaven, you plan on working us to death? What? 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 <laughs> I don't make me laugh about that. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> we have fun in the elderly laughing. Well, uh, it, it is, it's interesting. No, he's not going to work it to death when you get heavy. He, he, he well, I, I, I thought I got it. I missed slavery because, you know, but now you can break over here and put me back in slavery. No, no, you know. No. See, he says, it's a kind of intention of my will to the praise of the glory of his grace. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Don't you know his grace has glory? You know? He said, I'm just doing it. Because of the kind intention of my will for the praise of the glory of my grace. That's why I'm doing it. My grace. That's the only reason I'm doing it. See, God, God, God wants to get the glory. He deserves the glory, right? Because of who He is. And if 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 He doesn't 
if he doesn't show us his glory, if we don't know anything about his glory, we don't, we, we're not attracted to anything. But he, all the world, all creation speaks of the glory of God. We want to be with him. Yes. He says, I'm doing this. I chose you because it's the kind of teaching my will, but because I wanted to be to the praise of the glory of my grace. Nothing else, just my grace. My grace. All the heavens is going to rejoice just because of my grace, the glory of my grace. Yes. I said, woo. Then he says, which he freely bestowed on us in the beloved. Who's the beloved? Jesus. Jesus. See, everything is in Christ. Everything that, 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 that we have, our inheritance, all of that is in Christ. In him. In the beloved. And that's why it's mentioned so many times. Like I told you, it's mentioned ten times in the first 13 verses. Because he wants us to know that's where I want you hid. I want your life hid. Hid now. Hid with Christ in God. So when the enemy sees you, he sees Christ. And we'll get to that when we get to uh, chapter uh, 6, right? Yeah. We'll probably get there next year. Where do we have going? We're going to end with that today because uh, you all making me laugh. Okay. <laughs> God is good, isn't it? We should be encouraged, shouldn't we? You're loved. You're valued. You're free. You don't have to be in bondage to anything the enemy has and want to do to you or for you or anything like that. We don't have to fall for his stuff. See, and, and we know that we are destined for greatness. Why are you destined for greatness? Because you have been adopted as sons and daughters of the creator of a whole universe. You've been adopted. And you know you've been adopted because he says that I have put you in the beloved. And so everything that's his is yours. Everything. And everything that's mine is yours. We are heirs of God, joint heirs or fellow heirs, depending on what version you read, of Jesus Christ. I said, wow. How much more can somebody love you than the God of the universe? What does God own? Everything. The world. The earth. The fullness thereof. Everything. Everything is his. Nothing was created without him creating it. And Jesus was involved in all of creation. So, and he says that, look, Jesus Christ, he's God. He says that all that's his is yours. All. 
because the adopted son or daughter is just like the birth son or daughter. You don't treat one different from the other, do you? Do you say, well, look, let my birth son or daughter eat, and then you adopt the one, you eat later. What in the world? Who in the world would do something like that? Nobody. Nobody. When you, when you adopt someone, you adopt them into the family, don't you? And you treat them as family. They are just like as if they were born from your body. Is that right? Yeah. The same way. And if we do that, you know Jesus is no different. Jesus and God, he, he says that, if he says that he adopted you, oh, brother, and so, so I'm going to tell you, you are adopted. You are in the family. And when you're in the family, you're going to have to have the family likeness. Right? you got to start looking like the family. Right? Acting like the family. Right? Yeah. You know, the Hatfields and McCoys. If you're a Hatfield, you better act like a Hatfield. Right? Don't act like you're a McCoy. You know? Right? And sometimes you, 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 you stay here. Look, when you spend the night, over, you're going over this person's house. But remember, remember that you are a more. Right? That's what I'm You are a more. Don't go over there acting like some fool, you know, you're a more. <laughs> <laughs> See, I tell <laughs> you, know, you don't talk to your children like that, you know. <laughs> But uh, come on, I know some. I know some of you. I, I, I know some of you. You, you, you know, don't don't act a fool. Come on now. <laughs> and and God said, I want you to have the family likeness. Didn't he? Yeah, he did. And he he told you right here that you. He, he said that uh, he chose you in him before the foundation of the world. Why? That you would be holy. And blameless before him in love. In other words, he wants you to have a family likeness. Yeah. I said, I said, go, glory, hallelujah. We're gonna we're gonna have fun with this book, aren't we? Yeah. We're going through six verses. We're gonna have fun. <laughs> well, by the way, I mean, hey, Linda and them, they've been having a life group how many years now? Is it two years on Romans? Two years on Romans? Man. We're going to finish Ephesians before they finish Romans. Let's stand. God's good. He's good. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com. Contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434 847 Four seven nine six. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.